is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. I don't know. I don't know what bag of feelings you in, but you need to crawl the fuck up out of that shit. Bro. <laughs> I'm gonna just be real. I ain't. Gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat. But what are you talking about right now? That right there. I'm confused. Help me understand. That right there. What are we talking about? You're a gun owner. Don't worry right? about it. I'm delusional. I'm making shit up. It's all good. But but it you're a gun owner, right? Yeah. So you understand the importance of everyone being competent, you know, being com- being competent enough to know how to operate it, correct? Adults. Right. That's what we said, right? So we both agree, right? So let me try. Let me let me very clearly ask you what you're trying to do right now, because I want to be clear that I understand what your attempt is. My attempt so is just to make say sure. it instead of all these rhetorical bullshit ass questions. Okay, so right now you're feeling yourself because you're talking real reckless, and I'm trying to be I'm trying to be diplomatic, but you can stop with the bullshit. Okay, so that's what I thought. So, so like I said, so like I said, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. What was that? I thought so. No, go ahead. You're 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 fine. Go ahead. What What did you think? That you wouldn't say what you're really trying to say, like I just fucking said. Okay, so like I said before, there was a point that we actually agreed on. But your simple-minded ass didn't want to admit to that. That's the point I was trying to make. We actually agreed, which you is some type of I did, I did not want to admit to that. Right. Carry on. So we all have our own uh, perspectives on guns, gun ownership, responsibility in terms of handling them, how we decide to uh, expose our significant others, children, friends, family members, what have you, to those responsibilities and uh, respect for what the weapon is. And I think that it, um, I know that it takes all kind, all kinds of form of world. That's what I know. But I also know that it would be a better world, particularly in America, in, in the climate that we're living in, if uh, people were able to look at it from that perspective. Everybody has their own personal opinions and views on how this uh, thing ought to be handled and where it's going, what direction it's going in. Um, mm-hmm. So long as nobody here is a gun-toting freak show, uh, and I don't think anybody is. Yosemite Sam. Rassum, frassum, buckum, buckum, all those goddamn curse words he was really saying, you know, those swear words that they couldn't <laughs> put in there. I think um, uh, that's one to grow on. That's what I believe when it comes to, when it comes to that. I can say um, my my word on it is uh, I don't want to own one. And frankly, I hope there's never a time when I feel uh, I come to feel compelled to own because that'll be a dark day for a person like me. I, I don't want to have one in my home, and I wouldn't want to expose anyone I love to them. But I can also understand why people do own them and why they feel the need. Uh, to expose their loved ones, friends, and family members to them. I, I, I get that. I do. I won't be one of those people. God willing, I won't be one of those people anytime soon or ever. Yeah. I mean, I can respect that. Mm-hmm. Knowing knowing your um, 
your limitations and your comfort level is is very very a very that's that's part of the best form of gun control a person can have that's right that's right know your know who you are know what you're about know what you're better than just going you know going with the flow and even though you're kind of iffy about it you know what i'm saying you still uh picking one up because that's that's what's going to end up getting getting somebody hurt or killed I mm-hmm. um I, I know that this right now all of America is like the wild the old school wild west, um, and that includes North Carolina. But based upon what all the information that I've uh, received and learned from you, Mark, and you, Wayne, and you, Terrence, and you, Jason, I can still say that um a little I, I can rest a little bit easier um in terms of that knowing I'm in North Carolina rather than a place like Texas or Arkansas or Alabama or someplace like that. Although there is no escaping. I take my dog to the park every day and it's hot outside. They have uh, what's called a splash pad over there. Uh, There are two massive paddocks over there and anybody and everybody can turn up in there at any given time. Every day I'm walking. I don't walk around fearing it, but I know how crazy people can be and how mean spirited and evil people can be. So it is something I think about. My head's not on a swivel the entire time either. I am not regretful that I don't have a gun. Uh, uh, being out there, but I'm also aware, as aware as I can be, of my surroundings, because at any point in time, a person can ride up, pull out a goddamn AK-47 or, or a, uh, 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 something with a great banana fucking clip or two, and mow the whole of the goddamn park down, everybody out there. So I'm aware of those things, and but I'm also aware that I can't run from them. The best I can do is, like you were saying a moment ago, Wayne, is be aware of who you are, what you're about, and be aware of what other people may well be about or who they are, because it's out there and there is no motherfucking running from it, period. That's how I feel about it. But I'm glad that I don't feel um, compelled to have a gun now. I tell you, that's just, that's scary shit to me, just thinking about having one, honestly. I, I just holding one and having it and smelling the oil on it, if I'm cleaning it right and all that, that's really scary to me. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel compelled to to be in that, in that space. That's, that's, that's my perspective on it. And I, I'm confident that'll always be my perspective on it. I mean, hell, I've made it almost 40, uh, 42 years without one. And yes, people who are murdered and mowed down every day in America, they make it 60 years. They make it 80 years. You know, so tomorrow could be my day. It might not be, but it could be. It could be anybody's day tomorrow um, or tonight. But it might also never happen. It might never happen. And I understand what you're saying about insurance, Terrence. I honestly do, but that's not insurance that I'm interested in investing in at this point in time. And hopefully I never will have to. Hopefully. Did you all uh, play with cap guns and and whatnot when y'all were kids? Hell yeah, I got one in here right now, a cap gun. I mean, I feel like we're just like desensitized to guns, the BB gun being in America as it is. I mean, we, we say we don't want to put a 12, a 12, year old kids, uh, you know, 13, whatever ages y'all were deciding on um, that y'all felt would be appropriate to teach them weapons handling, but. It starts early, doesn't it? To pick up a pistol and to pull a trigger. I mean, you in your house getting handled (laughs) and you got a 13 year old in the other room, the intruder don't got the gun from you (laughs) and the guns over there in the corner. And you got this 13 year old kid who's willing and able I mean, is he not gonna know how to go over there and pick that gun up and protect his family member and pull that trigger? He might he might shoot the intruder, but he might shoot your ass too. Or he yeah. might hit you instead of the intruder. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. 
Yeah. He could save the life. He could very well save a life and be traumatized for the rest of his goddamn days. Yeah. I, I guess gonna, I guess there is no running from it. Yeah, I was gonna say I guess there's no running from it when it comes to that. Um uh when it comes to that. But I think I think I think what's gonna have to happen, man, is we gotta just basically come to just come to some type of agreement that people are gonna do what's best for them. Because you know, some people some people might feel driving on the highway, you know, in excess speed of 80 miles an hour, 85 miles an hour, speed limit 70, you're going 15 miles an hour. Some people might be trembling at the wheel, holding the steering wheel 10 and two. And you might have somebody else with their, their left hand on the wheel and the other hand on the drink or water, a bottle of water meaning or, you know, something that's sipping on a drink and they're comfortable. They're in their own element. They're not nervous. They're not trembling. So it's a matter of your own personal convictions. I mean, I, I know people right now that if you even go five miles over the speed limit, they nut up. Oh, oh, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. But I'm like, bro, relax. You know what I'm saying? Relax. That's my comfort level. Relax. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So, like, your level of conviction also, is also it's, their comfort level if they're in there with you, though. Don't ride with me then. There, that's as far as I'm concerned. Like, it, it's a person, you can't push your convictions off somebody else, and I can't push my convictions off on somebody else as well. And I damn sure can't persecute somebody else because they don't agree with me. And I'm not going to berate and belittle somebody else because we don't share the same ideology. I am. So, I don't give a damn. I am. That, you push it. You pushing your convictions. If you telling them, chill, if if somebody's like, "Hey, I'm I'm kind of nervous," and they tell you, I, "You're making me nervous how you drive." You you gonna tell them, "Hey, chill out. It's my car." That's an asshole Sweet. move. I don't give a damn. That's an asshole move if you do that shit. And if I, tell, I don't give a fuck. If I if I, t- if I tell them chill out, it's my car. I, would, I didn't. I wouldn't say. Chill out, it's my car. <laughs> you did just oh, never mind. You forgot what you just said, but you did just say that, man. You like I got a question though, Doug. You you thrive off that shit, don't you? About you double talking? It bothers you, 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 me. Does it? Can you control yeah. it? No, but I can call you out on it. All right, I'll make sure I call you out on your addiction as well. Continue. But you did. Continue. So what I'm saying is, you saying don't push your convictions on me, and I won't push them on you. But if if Brody's riding in the car and he's like, "Hey man, um, I'm getting a little anxious over here. Can can you slow it down a little bit? I mean, to tell them to if you know sit down and shut up or get in the back or or even if you just say, "Hey, relax, it's cool." I mean, I think that's a little over the top, but that's insensitive, hey, right? It is. Who's in Especially the passenger seat? Your passenger. Who's in the passenger seat? Whoever it is, it's uncomfortable as hell with the speed limit that, that, that he's going to drive. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a natural born asshole. Is what it sounds like. I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just that's a natural something, born that's asshole. That's something an asshole would say. I'm just a natural born asshole. Is what it sounds like to me. I mean, I'm not that way towards the people. I'm not that way towards the people I care about the most, but apparently I'm an asshole, so. Have you ever, when it comes to, like, the analogy, the analogy you just used a moment ago, can you understand why a person would feel like you're an asshole saying something like that? Or with the gun, or with the car, or whatever. Is that hard to understand for you? To understand why people might feel that way? No. No, it's not hard. I think um, whether it's a gun or you're in a car, be aware of the fact that there are people around you. I get, let me ask you this. 
if, and this goes for everybody here who has a gun, right? If your wife or girlfriend or one of your kids tells you, I am uncomfortable with this gun in this house, but you are also keeping a gun for the protection of the family and the homestead and all of those things. And they, they don't just say it once, they repeat it over and over again. How would y'all take that? It took me year, it took me years to get a handgun, to get a weapon in my home. Mm-hmm. I was probably married 10 years before I was able to even bring a weapon into the house. Mm-hmm. The wife was terrified of the idea of the kids getting their hands on a weapon. Mm-hmm. I had to convince her that it was put in a safe place. I had to convince her that it was out of reach. I had to convince her that it was the right thing to do. And then all of a sudden you start seeing people around us. I'll never forget the night we went camping in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget. Pitch black, you can't see your hand in front of your face. And I'm reluctant as hell to be out there. And we're laying down and she's like, you know, just calm down. And- if you're still there, we can't hear you, man. Parents have left the chat. So, uh, Jason, you own uh, a firearm. How would you how would you feel about that if your girlfriend or your mom or dad or whoever you're around, siblings or whatever, said to you over and over? They said it to you time and again, more than more than three times. I feel, and let's say y'all were inhabiting the same you know home. How would you feel about that if they didn't feel comfortable with you having it in the home? How would you approach that? <laughs> I mean, at this stage of my life, it would be somebody moving in, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> moving into my home. Mm-hmm. They're not comfortable with the pistol that I have. I mean, they wouldn't know I had it. Mm-hmm. Okay. They wouldn't know I had a weapon. Um, okay. But I mean, I understand where you're going with this. I mean, um, going back to the car thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess I'm an asshole as well, man. I mean, because now everybody in this bitch can't be assholes. To me, I mean, to me, that's well, I mean, to me, that's that's just like jumping in my car and you know, touching the radio. Uh, to me, it, for you to get in the moving vehicle, mm-hmm. I mean, unless I'm I'm taking you to the hospital, I mean, there have to be extenuating circumstances. To me, it would almost be like you know, the nerve of you to jump in my car. Mm-hmm. So you ride by yourself then. For the, nerve for you to, the nerve, Yo. the nerve of you to jump in my vehicle, you know, and, and for me to go five miles over the limit and for you to, to buck up, you know, to me, that would just be, you know, you need to just, hey, Dub, you couldn't pull that in the car, man. You know, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't roll with that, man. No, not at all. But no, as far as the weapons, man, like. No, nah, I remember in Cali, your ass is driving reckless. <laughs> your ass was driving reckless. I was like, God, <laughs> damn. It wasn't man. <laughs> now you were you were in the car with him, Wayne. Man, yeah, I was like, did, man, this dude at like <laughs> this is Grand Theft Auto or some shit. Did you ever say, hold on, man, you need to slow this down? What the fuck are you doing? I feel no, like- I ain't saying it because I was just like, hey, I didn't feel unsafe. I was uh, just like, if his car get fucked up, it's his car, not mine. So, but I mean, I ain't feel unsafe. Like, and if he would have. You know, saying started. I want to be like, hey, slow this, <laughs> slow this motherfucker down, man. man you about to kill us, man. Save me, save me from myself. You know, if I'm if I'm acting reckless, you know, hey, you know, correct me. Otherwise, I feel like you're just being obnoxious. Coming five miles over the limit. I mean, come on, let's relax. But yeah, you know, um, yeah, I I don't keep weapons out. I mean, I wouldn't want to keep something like that. That's that's that would, you know, be. I mean, you never know. I mean, we, we talk about individuals, what they've been uh, exposed to. I mean, mm-hmm. 
I mean, this would definitely be a conversation I would have with them. I mean, I'd want to know, you know, why do you feel unsafe about a weapon that I don't have visibly out that's open for you to see? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I would explain, you know, you know, how I'm able to, you know, properly handle the weapon, you know, it would be something that um, it would make me feel comfortable, you know, in, in my home, you know, and I would just instill in them <laughs> the fact that, you know, I know how to properly store the weapon and it'll be something that wouldn't be, uh, excuse me, excuse me, for that thought. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know for me, I know um, that's a damn good question too, bro. Damn, that's like, a damn good question. So it, it 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 would it would I believe that it would make a person question. It would certainly if I owned a gun or if I were driving a car, whatever the situation might be, it would definitely make me question what my methodology is, how I'm behaving, how I'm moving, and how other people are noticing those movements, and how I view things, and all that. Um, I uh, know that I wouldn't tell a person to sit back and fucking relax. I got this. You hear people say shit like, I got this. No, I ain't gonna do that, you know, because odds are very good if they're pointing it out, then there's something that I'm doing that's a little bit off to me. That's how I feel. Right. In terms of having a gun, uh, if I if I believe in that, if I owned a gun and the people around me, let's say I had a family uh, uh, that I created, so a wife, kids, you know, whatever. Um, or even if I had roommates or, or friends that were around and lived with me, we lived together, whatever the situation is, my mama, uh, my siblings, if they knew that I owned a firearm and they were uncomfortable with me having it um, in the house, I would feel like I didn't have a choice but to get it out, like to bury it in the backyard, to get it out. You know what I'm saying? Put it somewhere where little hands or big hands can't reach it. But that and would I, I, Hmm? Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. I mean, I would be, con I would be concerned about that. Um, I would have. I, I wouldn't have a choice. I wouldn't feel that I had a choice but to get it out. But then I would again, have a I would conversation, have like a conversation, like why, mm -hmm. like because if if you're asking me to uh, adjust that particular part of my lifestyle or my comfort, you know why? And if they give like you know they don't. They just don't feel safe. They're mm -hmm. scared. The kids are gonna get a hold of it. All this and all that. I mean, I I, I would consider. I would consider um, removing it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just not be, remove it. Yeah, uh, it all depends. It all depends on exactly how strong they are about it. If they're if they're just expressing me a concern, but it, it it's not like a, a deal breaker then I may try to work my way around it, you know, either put an extra lock on it or, or get a, some type of a mechanized safe or something like that. Mm. Um, but if it's like a deal breaker and that, you know, I, I understand it's a deal breaker. I mean, like Mark said, I still got them hands, you know what I mean? <laughs> like push come to shove, but I, I just let them know, but like, hey, so that means we fighting together. Like, don't just tell me, get them, get them, babe, get them. Like, no, nah, I got rid of the pistol. So now, now we both jumping on their back. You know what I mean? So, and in the end, like, that's your best, most inexhaustible fucking weapon your hands and your teeth and your piss and shit and your feet, too. You know, that won't run out of, out of ammunition unless somebody puts you down. That won't run out of, um, you won't have to get to that because you're walking around with it at all times. Right. So, or, if they, mm -hmm, go ahead, you know, if, like I said, if they, to me, I look at it as kind of like a, a no weapon zone. Like the same thing, like it's a no weapon zone. 
for a particular reason. So I'll respect respect the no weapon zone. I won't I won't have a weapon in that in that zone. Mm-hmm. And if 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 my significant other is 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 telling me they want our home to be a no weapon zone. Hey, I'm willing to um, I'm willing to trade it off to some degree. You know, uh, it's something I really have to think about. It. I, I'd really have to be. Um, I'd really have to be fully invested in in the relationship. What their, what their fears are. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I don't um I don't own a gun, and I can't proceed. I don't. I won't own a gun. But I do have a home like Terrence brought up earlier. And um, obviously, like Mark was saying earlier, I'm well aware of the fact that I can't whip everybody's ass. But even though I have a gun, I have a baseball bat in here. I have a staff in here. And I got a couple of pocket knives uh, 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 stashed in the apartment in places that I, if I could get to them, I would get to them. But even with something like that, yes, there's a, a better chance that if they came in with a firearm, they'd be able to kill me dead. But then again, it's, I don't know that it's that much of a difference between what they might be able to accomplish if I had a gun. So I do have things in here uh, uh, to speak on what you were speaking of earlier, Terrence. I do have things in here to protect myself. It's just that none of them belch flame and bullets, you know. Um, and if they get me and I have this base spike, two baseball bats in here, I have a staff in here and I have a lead pipe. I have a couple of um, uh, uh, pocket knives. If they can get me, then <laughs> I guess they deserve to get me. It didn't get around all of that. Got a Ninja Turtle kit. <laughs> I got all kinds of shit up in there, man. And I don't run around with it like, um, it's just, it, it's in case, now that's my insurance. It's in the case of emergency or, you know, but I don't ever see having to use them, having to use those things. But I'd much prefer I, to have these, uh, uh, you know, rather than have guns and things but like that. You know what? I just thought about something. We're, we're, we're speaking from a male's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Women are gun owners too. Yeah. Yeah, the average woman is not comfortable fighting somebody off. Yeah, because only thing really, more times than likely, unless you're in some type of maybe correctional setting or something, the only thing you may have your primary concern about is being killed or just being hurt bad. Mm -hmm. I think the average woman, their concern is more like a sexual assault type situation. So like when we throw in that aspect, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I me personally, I know more women with, with a piece than I do with dudes. And that's their whole, that's their whole MO. Like, nah, because, you know, there's, you know, men have to worry about muggers, burglars and killers. You know, women have to worry about murgler, muggers, burglars, killers and rapists. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole nother aspect of somebody violating violating you in that type of way. So, you know, I did I did want to throw that out there to any female listeners. Um, I fully support you want to protect your body by any means. I can agree with that. Although they're just as many irresponsible, uh uh, I get that they might hold on to get firearms for different reasons. Those reasons, particularly the sexual violence reason you mentioned well, a moment ago, I do agree with that. But I also feel that there's just as many of them that is just horribly irresponsible as there are men. Oh yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming oh, from. Yeah. Comes that. yeah. Oh yeah, like I, 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 me, 
me taking my trash out at night, you know, or me walking around the block at night, I don't, I mean, I, I may have a concern about getting, uh, getting robbed. I mean, I really wouldn't have a, I don't have a major concern about getting killed because I don't walk around in areas that I feel like that could happen at any given moment all the time. Um, I think I could be in a situation that is meant not to be uh, a homicide type situation to begin with, but it escalates to that situation. But you know, when I, I was just thinking about women, you know, you know, their fear factors are, are, are on a completely different level. Even if the fact that they, you know, somebody break in, you know, the average woman may not feel comfortable even, even fighting like that. You know, I don't even want to get within arm's reach of him because if he overpowers me, who knows what he might do next. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts on the matter, guys? I missed y'all take on the weapons in the house thing. You said you had a, with a, with a, with a girlfriend, a wife, a, a parent that you said they would, they would move in with you. And you know, if they- No, I, I if said they that if, weapons. if they had a strong conviction of it, then I, I would, I would oblige at some point. Um, because they're, I have other ways to keep me safe. Now, other, those ways aren't probably as a, may not be as immediate i'm not gonna say it's effective because you know what i'm saying you a knife can fuck somebody up what's your weapon of uh, choice man huh what's your weapon of choice to do what incapacitate somebody i mean but what for, from against what though hey somebody breaking your house i mean i want the least amount of resistance on my on my behalf anything man i don't know golf club baseball bat you couldn't get to the pistol i like the bat man i'm trying <laughs> to like think of alternatives yeah i'm trying to think of alternatives you know if i would i mean i'd have to really it's gonna take a special one i'll go old school crazy i'll start throwing shit <laughs> you're gonna break your house man distance hey i want to keep distance bro so i'm gonna throw the mat book i'm gonna throw a lamp <laughs> I'm throwing everything, bro, because I want to keep the distance. Because if you got the, if if you see me doing all that and you still get coming at me, yeah, I already know this ain't no this ain't no just a fight situation, <laughs> right? Either either you own something or you or you or you out to get me, like <laughs> right? They ain't wet on that. They ain't wet on that PP. If they they own might something. be on that P dog. Might like to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fighting somebody who's high on something. That's hey, that shit ain't easy, man. So I don't know. You you might be stronger than you. Look, I ain't just gonna run up. You know what I'm saying? Be like ah, UFC, then you fuck around and, and, and break up with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, damn, I could at least do a coffee cup or something. Like, damn. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll put whatever my hand, whatever I get. On. Yeah, yeah. Whatever I get my hands on. You ever been a victim of road rage where you felt like somebody may run up on you in traffic? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nah, I haven't. You have? Who, me? Well, nah. well, yeah. But I keep saying what happened with you, T? What happened with me? Uh huh. 
Um, the guy pulled up behind me, was waving his fist, and he got out of the car. The stoplight came up to the car and was waving his fist. And when I tried to get out of the vehicle to confront him, he was pushing his body on the door, trying to keep me from opening the door. He's like, <laughs> He was like, he was like, come over to the parking lot of the drugstore, like the CVS. I'm like, man. And so by the time I the light turns green, there's a guy beside us in another car. The other guy got out of the car and confronted the guy. And I left the scene. You know, them two, you know, them two got into it. So apparently the guy that was, you know, barking at me was just, he was just in the mood to argue with somebody. So I left the situation and another guy got into it with him and he handled it. So I didn't even have to, I didn't have to do anything. I left, I left the situation. I de-escalated and left. Right. Would you think you would have knuckling up if, if he ain't blocked your car door? You think I would have did what? I said, dude, would you have knuckled up if he didn't, like you said he was doing a hug, like a, like a, like a lineman, like a lineman maneuver, just putting his belly on the car door and shit. <laughs> like, if you would have hopped out, the car do you think you would have knuckled up on him or, or 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 what? I don't really know. I can't even say. I mean, I think it would have been more so fight or flight. And I would have had to make a decision. Well, I mean, if I would have got out of the car, I mean, it's just best I didn't get out of the vehicle because I probably would have got strapped. You had a pistol on you? No. No, I did. If you if you, if you did, would you have flashed? No. You don't flash unless you're gonna use it. You know, you can just do a raise your shirt. Nah, you know, nah, this ain't no this ain't no doughboy. You, like, you, uh, you see what's happening? Nah, it's not doughboy from uh, is there a problem. <laughs> is there a problem? Is there a problem? <laughs> nah, nah, it's not a game. It's not like like Brody said. It's not a movie. Can't we go one night without it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, I didn't even I didn't even want to let it get to that point, man. But I mean, would I've been wrong if he would have confronted me with a handgun or a pistol or a weapon, and I would have drew mine. Would I have been wrong for that? I don't believe so. If, if you if you had a gun on you, he approached you with a gun, then you do what it is you can to protect yourself. That's the question I always want to know. And, that, and that's the question I always ask um, people who are staunch, you know, anti-gun people. And not saying anybody on this call is, but the question I always ask is, when is the right time to use it? When, it, when who, so this is my question. If everybody doesn't need guns, who needs them? Who should have them? Should have nobody had them, nobody would need them. So how would law enforcement enforce the law? That's a question. Now, that's a question. Uh, you know, they're, uh, over in Europe, uh, certain areas in Europe and in the uh, United Kingdom, they don't use uh, guns and things like that. They have, you know, sticks, uh, uh, batons and things like that. And they seem Getting to do good. well. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do they throw back? What, what do they throw baggettes and tea at them or something? Or what, do you, what do you mean? No, they they use they use their batons and um gas yeah, the shit out of. Yeah, I wish they would. You the think you think using a baton is going to work in in this country? Well, we're talking about a place that gun laws are a lot stricter, so it may not it wouldn't work here, but it works there. But that's what I was saying a moment ago. Like if, if very few people have them, then there's not as great of a, ne a necessity for. It. We talked about we talked about the word police state yet. Have we talked about that. Uh uh. And we thought we thought we thought about what that feels like, what that looks like. What that looks like when you have force control, when you have force control. When you being, you know, when you're being dominated and controlled, you don't have any type of way to protect yourself. 
how um how did you, how did everybody feel about the protests and everything that went on last year? Like when when cops and even some this year when the cops were pulling out guns and they were weren't afraid to use them. They were using batons and guns and gas and all of those things. How does everybody feel about that in relation to what we're talking about in terms of guns? Do, do, does anybody here feel that they would have been less pronounced if the people that were being victimized had had guns? Or do people here, does anybody here feel like it just would have been escalated? Like it would have been more of us there, more of those people who are protesting or marching or whatever. I mean, if they would have had, if there would have been more guns in the African-Americans and black people's hands in the protest, there would have been a lot of lives lost. I mean, we've seen the, we've seen the racial disparity between African-American in this country over and over again numerous times. Like, for example, the, the attack in the Capitol, they were, there was officers who were killed and they, and they still did their best to use minimal force towards those people that stormed the Capitol, those, those, those terrorists that, that, stormed, that stormed the Capitol. So as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious if more black people would have had guns in the protest for George Floyd, even if they were peaceful and they had an AR across their chest, they would have been killed in the streets. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. And that's the other thing I don't understand. There's so many racial disparities. Like, we have our own people who are against us having guns. We are our own worst enemy. So not only do we have other people who are, you know, have more firepower than us, but we have our own, you know, other people in our own race to say, well, you know, we shouldn't have guns and there shouldn't be guns out there. We shouldn't be using them and we don't need them. And it's not safe to have guns. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Do, do we just want to be subjugated? I mean, do we want to be controlled and dominated? Like, what? I'm, I'm lost on that. I don't understand why we would deter somebody else. If somebody else has a level of comfort around handguns or weapons, why would we would deter them from wanting to have it? I don't think it has. Go ahead, Mark. Who are these people who are saying that we don't need guns or telling or thinking that people in the black community should, shouldn't have guns? Who, who are these people? I mean, growing up my whole life, like I said, I mean, I've seen people, you know, elderly people, older people that would tell, you know, young black males, you don't need guns because if you get pulled over, it's not safe for you. And, you know, for the longest, I mean, it took me to age 40 to feel comfortable having a handgun. It's my right to feel comfortable having a handgun in my vehicle. It's right. It's my right to do that. It's my well, right to I, I, do it. Wait, I, I just want to talk about the people who are saying I'm not this. talking about, I'm not talking about anybody on here specifically. I'm talking about- no, I, 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 I mean, like, I, I don't, I never sensed that. Um, I, I've never sensed that. Like, if, if I heard an older person saying like, yo, y'all don't need, you know, I don't need guns. I'm, I'm thinking that they saying like, you don't need guns to solve an altercation between you and somebody in your community. Not like you don't need guns um, to protect yourself and your family. I don't know. I, I, I think it's a, it's a variation of different backgrounds. Different people have different perspectives about it. I don't see, I don't see anything wrong with it, honestly. I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, that's just me. We, we talked about this, you know, kind of went around and around in this topic. And I, I'm kind of wondering at, at what point do we, you know. I don't remember anybody saying that they had a problem with people owning guns and having guns. Like you keep coming back to that point. Like so many people are saying that there's something wrong with people owning guns. 
That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So, so refresh my memory again of what 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 we're trying to accomplish here. Like, what is what is the main point? I'm trying to figure out who are these people you're saying. Who are these people you're talking about that are saying we don't need guns? For the longest in my household, a gun wasn't wasn't safe, wasn't seen as safe in my household. I had to convince my wife year after year that it was something that we needed for protection in the home. She felt like it wasn't safe, felt like it wasn't necessary. She felt like me being a black man, it's not safe for me to have a gun. It's not safe for me to drive around with a gun. As much as I travel, as much as I move, I shouldn't have one. I have no criminal record. Why can't I have a gun? But for the longest, I had to convince her that it was okay. It's my right. It's safe. I mean, that's just, I mean, maybe, maybe it's my personal experiences that make me feel the way I do about this topic, but. So do you I think don't... that was more so rooted in the fact that it was a concern? Because you're talking about your spouse and then also like older people, like don't get pulled over with it. Like is the concern really about the, the being against gun ownership or being, um, you know, driving while black. black I think it's a, owner. I think it's a mixture of both. But I know, I know, as a child, my mom used to hate it when my dad had guns. It used to make her feel uncomfortable. She didn't like it. So I mean, I mean, this is my personal, I mean, personal experiences. Like I've never, you, I've never met. Do you I've think that was because of you? Me, like the me, fact, me. the fact there was a child in the home. Do you think that uh, was not not you as in, as in a person, but like do you? I mean, I don't know your parents. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the, kinda, I don't know what their reason. I don't know what their reason was or what her reason was. She just never liked guns. I even asked her to go to the gun range or actually go in the backyard and shoot. I'm not a fan of gun ranges, but I asked her to shoot in the backyard, and she's like, no, she's not. She's just never been a fan of guns. Period. So. I don't know. I just I always want to ask the question, if not, who who should have them? That's the question I always want to know. Like, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Then don't get one. But that's not going to stop other people who want to own it. And, and the ones who have safes with 50 guns in them, like, that's that's their choice. If they are a collector and they have 50 guns, that's like telling somebody who has a garage with 25 cars in it, like, what? That's their, that's their choice. That's their prerogative. They want to buy 25 cars, then buy 25 cars. And that's, I believe that that's fine until it starts to impact other people in a negative manner. However, that might happen. And that goes for guns, cars, animals. If you have many animals in your yard and you have neighbors, uh, I think that sort of thing is fine until it starts to impact other people in a negative manner. And unfortunately, it never really takes that long for that to begin to occur. In most cases, I believe. Well, you, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, you say if you have five cars or 10 cars, right? Or you have $10 in your yard. How on top of that are you going to be able to stay to stop other people smelling your dog's shit or hearing the barking with the noise pollution at night? You can't sleep at night or with the cars, uh, 
the actual pollution. You know what I'm saying? You're taking up a lot of space. Maybe you can't put them all in your garage. Um, and the same thing is applicable to guns. Uh, when it begins to impact, when your right and your desires begin to impact other people in a negative manner, these are decisions that you have made for your life and for your level of enjoyment. Uh, when it begin to impact other people in a negative manner, um, if you go out the back of your yard and you're shooting tin cans or you're shooting bottles, well, other people have to hear that unless you're out in the middle of nowhere. And even out in the middle of nowhere, there might be somebody you're not aware of. So I believe that that is a thing, uh, Terrence. But I also believe that any excess, if you're around other people, eventually begins to impact other people in a negative manner. And that's when your, when your shit, when your horse shit begins to spill over on them. It's the equivalent of, uh, of the car situation we were speaking about in terms of you're driving the car and the other person doesn't want to speak, you know, they're concerned about it. So I feel like it's okay um, for you and your personal perspective and, and how you feel about it, so long as it's not impacting anyone else in a negative manner. The instant it starts happening, there's a problem and you are that problem. If like the thing we were talking about uh, going to Walmart or the guy I saw in Target or the guy you saw in, in the restaurant. That's his prerogative to carry the gun around. But it's also impacting other people in a negative manner when it's, he's got it hanging off his fucking hip. And you don't know what it is people have gone through. I mean, hell, you yourself said you were impacted by that. So I believe that when it starts, when these behaviors and actions and uh, rights begin to impact people in a negative manner, that's when it's a problem. And again, it's not a problem. You yourself are the problem when it comes to that sort of thing. And it's a short step from that to being a person who flips the fuck out and you shoot up a store or you run people down or you sick your animals on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I think it's a, there's a, a, a thin line between doing and being a fucking nuisance, you know? And that's applicable to guns too. That's how I feel about it. That's just one more reason why I'm glad that I have no, I have no interest in having them. Shit, I could be in here cleaning my gun one day and I, my neighbors are very close. I can clean the gun and a mistake might happen. It goes off and hits somebody in the, in the, in the chest in the next apartment over or maybe downstairs. I'm not saying that that, uh, would happen. I am saying that that does happen. Anything can happen. Somebody might, somebody, somebody try to break ahead in the middle of the night. I pull out a gun if I own the gun and I'm shooting it down. Same situation. I might hit somebody next door or hit somebody so, across the road or whatever, you know. So, Brody, let, let me ask you this. Do you think it's, <clears throat> do you think it's more so the, what do you think has the most weight? Is it the fact that you're uncomfortable uh, with a weapon or, uh, or is it more weighted that the possible consequences are not what you are willing and wanting to handle? Both equally, one feeds into the other to me. Okay. Yeah, if I'm... Like, the, like you're not you don't like you you're like hey that type of responsibility i don't want no part of because it's not it's not a requirement for yeah. me to have that that level of responsibility yeah and if i feel if i feel forced uh to lean into that sort of responsibility i'm still going to feel very uncomfortable with it which means that 
there's the weight you were talking about would it impact on somebody else in a negative manner. If I'm uncomfortable with it, odds are pretty good that I'm going to, you know, impacting somebody else in a negative manner or hurting somebody, possibly killing somebody. So it's an, it's an equal, uh, it's an equality. There's a, a balance there, but really one feeds the other. I get that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So don't that, that, one. What if, that what if of something going wrong is uh is more prevalent in your mind than the what if of something happening to you type scenario. Like the what that's, if that's, of, a, that's a fair that's a that's a fair thing to say, yeah. Although okay. I can I mean I could victimize myself. I could I could hurt myself. You know, so but that that's that's that for me what, what I'm hearing you say that that's like a part of that that first that first what if like what if I become uh, a prisoner to my to my own pistol? What if you know I end up hurting somebody accidentally? Or what that if? would be the, that would be the biggest thing right there. Me end up hurting somebody who doesn't have it coming, right? And um, certainly somebody includes me. You know what I'm saying? But first and mm -hmm. foremost, it would be other people. Because if I own a gun um, and I hurt myself, whether it's intentionally or by mistake, that's my responsibility to bear. It's, it doesn't belong to anyone else. Nobody else had to make the decision. Uh, nobody else had a hand in making a decision in terms of going out and getting a firearm. So they are not beholden. They should not be beholden to uh, fostering my bullshit or my fears or you know what i'm saying my insecurities and things like that but yeah that's definitely the first that's the thing first and foremost i don't want to hurt another fucking person and they got it coming they got it coming but i'm more concerned about individuals i mean we, we've all heard and read and seen the statistics if you have a gun in your home odds are very good that you're more likely to hurt or kill somebody in your home than you are an intruder or something right. and that's something that i firm i firmly believe and i've read the uh, uh, data, and I know that it's a real thing. So that's the thing that um that I that I that's a, a huge concern to me, particularly yeah. when we living so close to other people. I don't. I'm confident it wouldn't. I know for a fact it wouldn't change if I lived out in the middle of nowhere. I still wouldn't want one. Now, if I lived in grizzly bear country, I might have a gun then. You know, if I lived in wolf country, I might have a gun then. But that would be more <laughs> for my protection than anything else. Damn. But then I wouldn't want to live in grizzly bear country anyhow. You know, so opposite measure like in terms of an accident way less than my concern of something of someone purposefully trying to harm me yeah yeah like yours is the flip you get what yeah. i'm saying like you're concerned you're more concerned about an accident than you are somebody trying to harm you i'm more concerned of somebody trying to harm me than an accident an accident okay i get it that makes sense yeah i understand yeah and the fact is we only have we spoke about this in a previous um a previous uh during a previous podcast previous show the fact is we only have so much control so however much control it's like mark was saying earlier uh, uh, you you are far less. This goes for all of us. You are far less in control than what you think you are when it comes to that. So that's my biggest concern: hurting someone else who does not have it coming or doesn't deserve it. And also, shit, frankly, I'm worried. I'd be worried about hurting my motherfucking self too, because I'm a somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it happens all the time. I I know y'all saw this. I know uh, Mark and I spoke about it. The story about the uh, young woman. 
who uh, she might have been at a Walmart and she had a baby. The baby, I don't know how old the baby was, but it was maybe one or two years old, maybe three. And the baby pulled a gun out of her purse and shot her ass in the head and killed her. Mm -hmm. You know, mistakes happen. I don't think that it was a mistake of the baby, but it was a mistake for this woman to put her gun in her, her handbag, her uh, purse, without the safety on, or to have it anywhere close to the baby, or possibly have it on her at all. It shouldn't even been around. It shouldn't, it shouldn't even been around chambered in that gun anyway. It, it, it should have been, been. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been anywhere the baby could have access to it. And 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 I, I know that. Well, she can't wish it because she's dead. But uh, if she had survived, I know that's the thing she would have wished. Why? I wish I hadn't done that. You know, it's it's. So we're talking about responsibility and respecting what the fuck it is, which is a death dealing machine. It's not. A toy. It is not something that is. Uh, uh, it needs to be respected, you know. And there are plenty of situations just like that. She didn't feel like when she put that goddamn gun in her purse that her two-year-old or three-year-old was going to shoot her dead. But so, what's the, so I'm I'm just curious. And I, I just want a quick question. What what do you what do you consider the adequate amount or the adequate physical response for somebody who comes in? Right. If you could freeze frame. And you're at home and you're in a bed asleep. Uh -huh. And your door, you hear your door, you know, you hear somebody rattling the key, rattling the door. They're trying to, you know, break your lock. Uh -huh. And you hear them and you hear them coming in. You've got, you know, if you could freeze frame time and you could take a moment just to say, OK, I can either go out the back door and escape and get to safety and jump off my balcony because I don't depend on what floor you're on. Uh -huh. I can leave or crawl out the window for safety. Um, I can grab things and use them into my defense. If you could freeze frame, freeze frame time and, and try to make the best decision for that person coming in and mm -hmm. for yourself as well, in a perfect world, what would you choose? I might take, I wouldn't choose this. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose to, if I could, if I had just the post-human ability to freeze time and think about what I wanted to do and possibly do in that moment, I would like to believe I wouldn't want to kill him, but I would want to punish him for invading my space and making me feel, um, uh, uh, you know, at risk, you know. Have you, ever, have you ever had anything stolen from you? Yeah, I have. Okay. I remember in college, I had my car broken into my radio station. My radio and everything was stolen out of my car. I got to my car, my doors were wide open. My car had been broken into and vandalized. I talked to a guy the other day, his son got his cell phone stolen on a travel ball trip with my son. And he told me he hated nothing more in this world than a thief. There are people in this world who really just don't like thieves and they don't mm -hmm. like and they don't like thieves enough that they want are willing to cause them physical harm. And there's mm -hmm. other people in this world who sympathize and empathize with thieves and say, OK, you know what? You had you down on your luck. I get it. You ran in my home. I'm not going to harm you. Take what you need to leave. Just don't hurt my family. There are pe there are people in this world. If you polled enough people, they would say, you know what? I don't even want to cause them harm. Just let them go. Take what you need and go. My question to you is. It takes all types. Why, if I'm the latter or I'm the I'm the former, let me choose to handle the situation I want the way I want to. You said that you might freeze frame and you might try to go out and not harm the person, but you might punish them. Well, I might not want to punish them. I might want to just debilitate them periodly and end it quickly. And that's so that will be. I don't have a problem. That's, that will be all right. We just view it. Why do, why, why do I need? Why do I need to test out my hands to see how how good I am? You know, fisticuffs and you know tussling with this person. You, Why? Would, 
what you would need to, Terrence, again, it's what it is that I've been saying since the beginning of the podcast tonight. Um, that would be your prerogative to do what you felt like was best, just as it would be my prerogative to do what I feel like was best. I, you know, I'm, I'm confident I would want to kill the person. But I don't, do you, again, like going back to what I was saying earlier, I don't know how I would react to that. Do you know, do you know, do you know there was a story not too long ago, a few years back, where a young boy broke into a man's house, tried to rob the man. As he turned and tried to leave the man's home, the man shot him. Speaking of gunshots, that was a gunshot right there outside my hotel. Um, that's another one as we speak. Um, the point I'm making <laughs> is a young man was shot and killed as he, as he tried to evade the home. Do you know people were upset with the man for protecting his home and shooting and killing this young man? People, people wanted to kill him. They were... They they wanted him to be tried and and do do prison time and jail time for mm-hmm. protecting his home because he shot a young man as he was fleeing from stealing from him fleeing his home. How do you feel about that? I think that again, man. I think I don't know having never experienced that before that specific instance that situation. I don't know how I would have reacted. If I'd had something to hurt him with, odds are good uh, that I would have thought to hurt him if I'd get my hands on him on my baseball bat or whatever it is that I had. If I had a dog I could sit on him, I might have sent the dog after him. Or I might have just gotten on the phone and called the cops. I don't, having never experienced anything like that, I can't say what it is that I would or wouldn't do. But if he was leaving, I'm, I'm pretty confident I would probably leave him alone because I don't know what he or she has on them. If they were brave enough to break into my goddamn house, they might be brave enough to kill me. You know what I'm saying? I believe I would let the person, let them run, shit, let them run. Like, cause I don't want to draw them back. I call the cops and the cops or the authorities do what it is that they can and can't do, but I'm not going to go after them. Now, if they hurt somebody in my house, my, 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 one of my, you know, somebody I love or, you know, uh, I would feel more compelled to go after them. Yeah. But that's another reason why that goes back to what Wayne was saying a moment ago, man. That's another reason why I don't, I don't, I don't want to have a fucking gun because I know I have it in me. Like I know it's in me, you know, and I don't want to hurt or kill anybody if I can help it. There are situations that you have no choice. You're not given a choice. And in those situations, you do what it is that's necessary. Whatever you feel is necessary, you do it. But that's another reason I don't want a firearm is to protect myself and to protect other people. I, I, I'm going to throw mine out there as far as that scenario. Um, somebody coming in, you know, more than likely, I'm a, what I'm going to try to do, what I would attempt to do, is let them know the danger that they are now in. Now, if they are still approaching me, that means they're not here for my TV. They're here for a reason that I can only assume is to do me harm. Mm-hmm. What I mean is like, I I have a shotgun for my home. I hear somebody come in, I'm racking. Now, anybody who's, who's been around, that sound is very distinguishable. Like there is no mistaking what that noise is. So I'm going to rack my shit. I'm going to tell them, get the fuck up out of here. And if at that point, if they are coming at me, who knows? At that point, I feel as though I may have to defend myself, my life, 
Now, as far as them fleeing, like for me, I have to understand that regardless of if it was for the right reasons or the wrong reasons, killing somebody takes a toll on your mind and on your soul. Like it takes a toll. It's not like something, it ain't a video game where you'd be like, yeah, I got that motherfucker. Like you, you are going to have some mental changes for some time when you kill someone. So for me to say I killed someone and now not only did I kill them, their family is going through whatever they're going through. They're no longer alive. And now I'm probably not even the same person that I used to be all because they were running down the street with my headphones. Like shooting a man in the back, like I, I, I definitely can't see where the rationale behind that is. Now, if he's trying to hurt me, if he's trying to hurt my loved ones, okay, yeah, I don't know. He may be trying to kill me. I don't know. And I'm not gonna wait to find out exactly what his intent is. But if he knows that I'm armed, and he continues to approach me, he knows what level of defense I'm willing to put in place to prevent me from being harmed. It's up to him to turn around and get the hell up out of there. Now, if I can't, if he's running at me, he's got a gun, he's got a knife and all that. You know, I, I'm, I've been, I've had some very extensive uh, firsthand experiences as far as those crisis type situations. So I know how to give verbal, you know, verbal commands under duress. Like I I know for a fact, I will not all the way freeze up. Now I may not, it may not go as planned. I may not, you know, grab my gun and do a barrel roll with a bed and hit the lights on my way down. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit might not happen. But I know for a fact, I will be able to at least verbalize keywords to let know what the hell is about to happen if they continue to come at me. So like shooting shooting a man or anybody in the back, I I have I have no 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 there's for me there's no justification for that because they were no longer a threat. At that point, it's just a matter of vengeance. Like I want vengeance. How dare you? take my stuff. I'm going to teach you to never take someone else's stuff again. Now I got all type of mental health issues. Now I'm battling depression. Now they family is in a, a severe state of remorse all because I wanted to teach them about stealing. Stealing, I, I give two shits about. Now, if, if it's a, a, a personal situation, uh, as far as like someone approaching me, let's say I'm out, you know, I'm, I'm, out in a in a space that's in public. Someone approaches me, I see they got a weapon. Hey, I don't know what you plan on doing with that weapon. So at that point, you're gonna see my weapon. So it's up to you to turn around, it's up to you to back off, it's up to you to stop moving. Whatever you gonna do, you got that opportunity to do so. So, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like um, uh, unless you absolutely know that the, the the threat is imminent, like you have to give people an opportunity to save their own life. 
That's the way I feel about it. Like if they're lunging at me with a knife, the, that is an imminent, it's no, okay, maybe they'll miss, maybe I'll duck it. Maybe they'll, it'll just, you know, swipe me instead of actually plunging into me. Like I, I'm not gonna roll those dice, but if, you know, they just pull the knife, okay, I pull my piece. Hey, back the fuck up, man. Now, if you still wanna come at me at that point, Hey, you made your bed. And I'm gonna have to deal with the 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 mental health anguish that I may go through later on. Mm-hmm. But I'm alive to go through that anguish. But as far as me, you know what I'm saying? Like I catch you one foot out of, of, of the bedroom window and and my place is ransacked, and now you know I'm I'm standing in the window dumping rounds out in in, in the backyard. Like I, I can't see myself doing that. But that's just me. Like Brody, I mean, I'm with Brody now. I'm gonna want to beat the hell out of you. I'm gonna want to beat you up. But as far as killing you, like I've I've beat people up before. I ain't ain't had no nightmares about it. <laughs> killing somebody is a whole different level of 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 uh of um a whole that's different level of now. yeah, like being. Ex- to just trauma that's a whole different level of trauma like killing somebody i keep thinking about that scene from um from boys in the hood um close to the beginning when that dude broke into their house when trey was a little boy oh yeah and yeah. furious fired them rounds and furious put you should have blew that motherfucker's head off yeah <laughs> you remember that's what like he said you. to him though remember what he said i almost got that fool but what did he say like i can't remember that. is that what he say mark he said he lived to see another day Cause I swear I aim for his head. <laughs> mm-hmm. shit like that, yeah. He, he said, he said somebody must have prayed for him. Somebody must have prayed for that fool. Any additional thoughts uh, on the topic, guys? Somebody, uh, I ain't. Go ahead, Mark. Nah, I'm, I'm done. That's that's my sentiments as well, bro. You know, deterrence. Deterrence, that's what you have the weapons for. You're not just trigger happy, just shooting at assailants running away from your property. At that point, they've 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 they they've they're no longer a threat. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Unless of course they decide to come back, they feel like you were a good haul. Man, that's some ballsy shit. Like you got yeah, away with some shit. It, it <laughs> and is, then you get a half a block down the road, you be like, fuck, I should have grabbed that laptop. Hold on. And we then know. you run back. Damn. Now say, okay, I see you coming back. In my mind, I'm like, okay, he ain't he ain't forget nothing. Well, you know what? Like, like, damn, damn, I like dropped my phone. <laughs> and like another time, like they decide, um, yeah, we we missed some stuff, so we'll go back in a week. Oh, you're talking about at a different time. I thought different you meant like in the moment, like, yeah. like, man, damn, I should have grabbed that watch off the counter. Fuck that shit. I'm going back in. Like, we double back and get it. Yeah. <laughs> there are there are situations where they're repeat, repeat offenders. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any final words on uh, this, this this gun control or the gun situation, guys? 
Anybody have anything else to say on it? Yeah, I think we just need to just, just be careful for one another, man. Look out for each other and be safe. My final word is if you're going to just know where you are, know who and what and where you are um, in terms of how you move through life. I know who and how and what, where I am, which is why I don't own a firearm. I have no desire to own one. But it's up to everybody to make their decision. Just make sure that it doesn't impact anybody else in a negative or deadly manner. I personally don't have any, any desire to own one. That's my word, my final word. Yeah, for those of you who feel um, uncomfortable, you know, I applaud that uh, self-realization. Um, that's a good thing. You know, that, that shows that you have either control or, or you have knowledge of certain measures that you should put place in your life to help ensure not only your safety, but the safety of others. So, mm -hmm. you know, I applaud that realization of you knowing that it's, it's just not for you. For those of you who do feel as though uh, it's for you, just, you know, make sure it's, it's for you for the right reasons. You know, there's, you know, Vigilanteism is 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 not is not a requirement. You know, just feel good about protecting yourself. Feel uh, proud about the fact that you can protect yourself. There are some some parts of the world where that that option is not even available. So you know, feel good about the fact that you can, and be you know responsible with that that protection. Um, you have a right to protect. It's not a. It's not necessarily a right to punish. So, you know, be responsible with it. Protect yourself. Whether it's you know, two piece, whether it's you know, a, a nice a nice pistol. Whatever it is, you know, just make sure you you don't let yourself become victim of someone else's upper hand. Um, if you are comfortable with doing so. So, that's all I get. Hey, my final words I would like to say is, you know, everybody should use their own discretion, but most importantly, a gun is a privilege. Um, just like any license that you obtain means that it's a privilege to for you to obtain said object that you're trying to possess. So I see a gun the same way I see a vehicle. Um, I see it the same way I see other things that can be used as weapons of mass destruction that cause harm for other people. We have to exercise caution and respect for other people. We have to understand what the best course of action is for ourselves. And if it's not for you, if it's not in you, and you don't think it's something that you want to use as a form of protection for your home or for yourself, then it's not for you, you shouldn't do it. Nobody's pressuring you or peer pressuring you into that. But I definitely think we need common sense laws that are in place that prevent and slow down the process of people of being able to obtain you know, large magazine weapons and, and guns with, you know, ARs, of course, and larger, you know, capacity weapons that, that aren't necessary. There's never a place in life where that's necessary. So ultimately, I feel like we, we need to be conscientious of other people and respect each, each person's perspective about it, most important. 
life, liberty, and happiness. That's all I have. <laughs> Protect your own. Stay dangerous. That's all I got. time on the main satellite yeah all right fellas all right good night bro all right take it easy bro all right all right